This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Uh, let's start off the slate in Charlotte, where the Hornets are playing the Celtics. We have Boston minus eight and a half and a total of 231 and a half. So, Jenks, what are the angles here? Hmm, well, we're talking a little Celtics basketball here. I'll tell you something. I love the Celtics. And if you look at how they, they these two teams played just a couple nights ago, and Celtics covered that spread. So when you look at this game, you say, okay, Jalen Brown is going to be out. But Malcolm Brogdon, I've forgotten that Malcolm Brogdon is a Celtic, and he is one of the more underrated players in the NBA. And he came off the bench to score 30 points in that win against the Hornets. Also, Celtics are the best covering team on the road this season. They're 15-7. and Guess who is the worst team at covering at home? That is the Charlotte Hornets. They're 5-15. and I think this number actually goes higher, so I would lay it with the Celtics. Good luck to the Honeybees, too. Oh, God, the Honeybees, who, if you don't know, <laughs> running joke here on the show because they are the dance team for the Charlotte Hornets, and my husband follows them on Instagram, and I want to throw his phone across the room every time I see him pop up on the screen. But here's the thing. The Hornets are just so bad, I think it's really tough to trust them with your money. Because you could say, oh, they're getting a ton of points, but still, this Boston team is a wagon. And even without Jalen Brown this one, they have one of the best bench player player rotations, I think, in the entire NBA. Because I was watching that Nets game, the Celtics-Nets game, and I thought to myself, oh, God, we don't have Jalen Brown, we don't have Katie. What am I watching here? But it was still a great brand of basketball. And looking at the Celtics team, they've still been great away from home, a 15-7 and record which is, I believe, one of the best in the NBA. Although against the spread, they have not been great at covering numbers. Away, 11-10-1 ATS uh, away <clears throat> from Boston this season. But Charlotte, like I said, very bad. 11-33 overall and just 6-14 and ATS when playing at home. So I don't think there's any way to bet Hornets here. All right, let's go to Milwaukee. Pacers, Bucks, and we have Milwaukee laying 10.5, total 228 and a half. Listen, I would love to take the the Pacers here if we had Tyrese Halliburton, but we don't have Tyrese Halliburton, who's one of the best <laughs> players, the best player for the Pacers, and I believe he was leading the NBA in assists before going down with an injury. So, Jenks, what's the play here? Are you laying it with the Bucks? Oh God, I, I guess. And I really, I really love that Celtics play. I'm going back and forth as to whether that's going to be one of my best bets, the eight and a half right now at that MGM. But when I look at this game, I keep going back and forth. Giannis is probable. He'd been banged up. So that's something that I looked at earlier today. So he's going to play in this game. That's huge. I just don't think the Pacers match up well against the Bucs and the trends bear that out. Indiana one and seven against the number in their last eight games in Milwaukee. Overall, Pacers three and 10 against the number in their last 13. So I don't really want to lay 10 and a half here because the Pacers are a good team, even though they're down a man. But I 
ultimately, I think I would lean Bucks, but not my favorite play on the board. I think there's too many injuries in this one for me to want to play anything because Giannis should be back for this one, but he's coming off a, a couple games where he sat out with knee soreness. So I'm not sure if he's going to be at full strength. And also, if this game is not close, we'll probably see Giannis sit the fourth quarter. Of course, Chris Middleton still out. And then on the Pacers side of the ball, Miles Turner has missed the past week of games. He is their big man down low. And also, we're not sure if he's going to play. So without Tyrese Halliburton and probably without Miles Turner, that's not a Pacers team I want to back either. Let's go to Washington, D.C., where Golden State's in town. A 3 p.m. tip for this one, Warriors minus 3.5, total 237.5. What a total. Good God. Uh, Jenks, uh, is there anything you want to play here? You know what? I would actually take the Wizards here, believe it or not. Now, this is a stay away for me. I do not want to bet on Warriors and Wizards. Bradley Beal is a game-time decision here. But as we know, the Warriors are one of the worst teams in the league when playing on the road. In fact, they are the worst team on the road. Listen to this. 4-16 and 16 against the number. Klay Thompson, I don't think, is going to go tonight. And again, this is a back end of a back-to-back for the Warriors. They got blown out in Chicago last night. Now they have to turn around, travel to D.C., and play in the afternoon while they're already terrible against the number. I think the Wizards are the play here. What do you think the angle is on a team playing a back-to-back and then they're playing an afternoon game? Because I think you could probably argue both sides and say, well, the under is going to hit because it's going to be tired legs. They're not going to be shooting the ball as well. They're probably not going to be hustling up and down the court nearly as much. Or you could say, well, the defense is not going to be playing great either because their legs are tired on that end. So which one do you think it points more towards? Uh, A a game in which we see an under, because this is a pretty high total, or an over, because nobody wants to play defense? Wait, the Warriors are also headed to the White House on Tuesday to celebrate the NBA title. Okay, they'll just put that in our chat. I thought that was interesting. Here's what I would think. I think in this situation, I would lean under. I mean, it's, it's one thing to be tired. Because, all right, we're a little tired because it's the back end of a back-to-back. It's quite another to travel on the back end of a back-to-back and then play again in less than 24 hours and not have one of your best players. And when you're talking about Clay Thompson not being in the lineup, clearly that is, you know, that's one of the best scorers on the court. So I think the under is the play. And also I think whenever you bet a total on the Warriors, it tends to be inflated a little bit just because they're the Warriors. I like the under here. Yeah, and also look for Porzingis to possibly have a big game. I know he's a little banged Mm -hmm. up, but still, it's a Warriors team that's not especially big and not especially great at defending big men. And Porzingis has had double-doubles in two of his last three. So maybe somebody to keep your eye on in tonight's Wizards and Warriors matchup. Let's go to Cleveland. Cavaliers playing at home here uh, against the Pelicans. We've got Cleveland laying six and a half, total 220. Uh, two and a half. Jenks here on the show. We have several trends that we follow quite co- closely. And the Cavs mm-hmm. at home have been an absolute wagon. But this number is six and a half, which is making me a little nervous. Are you nervous about laying it with the Cavs here? I sure am. Now, I would lay it with the Cavs. That would be my initial lean here. And they have been a moneymaker, like you mentioned at home. 14 seven and one against the number they're one of the best defensive teams in the league as well and i know initially you look at this and you say oh, i'm laying it with the Cavs." obviously the pelicans still without design and brandon ingram but new orleans is pretty good on the defensive end as well 
They have a very good perimeter defense, and I think that defense might be good enough to keep them within the number. I would lean Cleveland minus six and a half, but this number seems a touch too high for me. I'm not crazy about this matchup. Right. I think if it was under five, I would like it, but six and a half seems a little too high for me. And from a player prop perspective, it looks like CJ McCollum has been taking up the, the extra slack when Zion's been out, when Brandon Ingram's been out. But last game, he only had 19 against the Pistons, which is a really good matchup, at least uh, going against a defense that's really bad. So maybe it's not worth a, a play here. But other than that, he's had at least 28 points in each, uh, in four of his last five games. So maybe it continues to be the C.J. McCollum show for the Pelicans. Continuing on with our NBA coverage, let's go to New York. Next. Raptors, we've got the Knicks laying three and a half. Total, 218 and a half. Jinx, Knicks first half, are we back on it? Well, you know what? I'm so glad I didn't bet this because when I went to the Wiz game on Friday, I thought, oh my God, I'm right here. I'm going to pop up the app. I'm going to go Knicks. But then I didn't want to bet against my own team. And you know what? They did not cover that number. So I'm glad I didn't bet it. Didn't even cover the first half money line. I think I'm going to lean over here. I know the Knicks on the back end of a back-to-back. I think that loosens up their defense a little bit. And as a home team this season, Knicks are 13-9 and to the over. In the last eight meetings between Toronto and New York, the over has hit six times. I cannot figure out a side. So I would just let the trends guide me like Mercury and Metro grade. This line feels low to me anyway, <laughs> or at least this total feels low. So I'll go over 219 and a half. Uh, there are a couple players to watch out for on this one. Julius Randle has had some huge games against the Raptors. In the first two games of the season against the Raptors this year, Julius Randle averaging 31 points on 59% shooting, which is his highest mark against any opponent this season, and also 12 boards. And then looking at Siakam on the other side, Pascal Siakam averaging 35 points and 11 boards against the Knicks so a couple player props to keep your eye on Pascal Siakam and Julius Randle who clearly like this matchup let's go to Atlanta where the Hawks hosting the Heat we've got Miami minus one and a half and the total to 23 and a half Jinx we were talking about how we hate betting on the Heat but sneakily the Heat have been really good lately uh I still get worried because you never know who's going to pop up on the injury report but they've been really good. Uh, Would Mm -hmm. you bet on the heat here? Here's what I'm going to do. And you made me aware of this fact a few days ago that the Hawks are awful in the paint because Clint Capella is out. So they allow opposing players in the middle to grab a lot of rebounds and play really well. Bam Adebayo has been unbelievable recently. He's the one constant in that heat lineup that always plays, always does well. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play his points and rebounds prop right now it's set at 31 and a hook it's juiced to minus 120 he's hit this number in five of his last six i think he goes off today against the hawks defense that will not be able to stop him what's his rebounds oh i'm not seeing it on bet mgm uh but yeah i think that's a solid play like you said i think that's a great trend going against the hawks who are missing clint capella uh they are decimated down low they even had to sign somebody to a 10-day contract to pick up some of that slack So I love that play. And also, like I said, this is the stat that I was looking for. The Heat, 12 and 5 
over their last 17 games. This is a short spread. And I will say Trey Young is supposed to play in this one. I think he's probable because he's been a little banged up as well. And then finally, let's get Rockets and Lakers in here real quick. We've got the Lakers minus six and a half. Jenks, you willing to lay it with the Lakers here? Oh, God. Not after that abomination last night. I Go back and look at Russell Westbrook's final possession last night. No, it's no. Comed- oh, comedic. No way. I'm not touching this game. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.